Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Check out the latest lines from World of Sports at BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. You must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, you know, it's interesting. I look back at uh, the infancy of Twitter, Right. And I remember when somebody came to me and I was at ESPN. Somebody's like, you got to get on Twitter. Why? Well, you know, it's just a great way to get your own message out. I was like, well, I work for ESPN. Kind of a good way to like, yeah, this is even more personal, you know, way of, of getting your message out. So, um, you should do it. So I actually have a Twitter handle at Doug Gottlieb, which I think I may, I may have used. I'm not sure if I ever used, but it's still there and people message. I, I have no access to it. So about a year later, I came up with Ad Gottlieb Show. And I remember thinking like, this is a great idea, but it sure cuts out the lines, the layers between people and the media, right? Or just between people. There's no media in between. Because a lot of times we clean up quotes and stories and comments or we just don't mention them because they didn't fit the story. They didn't matter, but we know them. And then they come out later in books, like, wait till you hear what this guy said. The difference is now with social media, there's no, there's no, uh, doesn't have to be any layer there. So when Aaron Rodgers does the perfect Aaron Rodgers thing, which is he announces on one hand, that he's coming back to the Packers. On the other hand, he has not agreed to terms on any contract extension for any gargantuan sum of money. Because there's no layer there, there's nobody else who I can blame. My, my this is, Look, this is a guess, okay? And it's a pretty well-educated guess. Is Aaron said, I'll come back. I want Devontae Adam. Devontae's got to be with me. No problem. We're going to franchise Devontae, and then with your new deal, we'll get enough cap space where we can re-sign him. We just got to work around the cap and the cap issues. And he goes, okay, well, I'm not committing to coming back until Devontae is coming back. So that had to be done before he decided. So whatever happens here, playing the franchise tag, gets a new contract, I think within some level reason, it's already kind of been decided. So Aaron probably took to Twitter to tell us that the $150 million plus dollar extension with that much guaranteed money wasn't signed because in reality it wasn't signed. Let, you know, it wasn't signed. Was it agreed to? Yeah, probably mostly agreed to. There's probably some, he probably wanted a couple of things done before he actually signed on the line that's dotted. That's reasonable. I ain't signing until it's done. No, 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 it's done, Aaron, it's done. No, no, I'm not signing and, and I'm sure Aaron works under the old thought that unless you sign agreement, it's not final. The, the truth is that in the court of law, right, we've learned that a verbal contract 
is binding. Harder to prove, but a verbal contract is binding. But he's just talking about like, but again, and now Aaron Rodgers, a week later, looks like a complete liar. You know, I'm sure he was just trying to be smart and cute and contextualize the whole vaccination thing, but he looks like a liar. I'm sure he was just trying to just trying to provide us um, context of where he was with the contract extension. That it wasn't in fact signed, that there's parameters to a deal, but those parameters and having a done deal are two completely different things. But he looks like a liar now. And all of this could have been avoided on some level had there been the layer there that we've removed because of social media. Whether it could have been the team's fault, the agent's fault, the reporter's fault, anybody's fault. Now it's nobody's fault other than Aaron because Aaron typed those words out of his own phone. So Aaron looks like anything he types out has no basis of of meaning. No reality. It's not based on reality. Aaron Rodgers could tell you, hey, it's going to get dark later tonight. It can get dark later tonight. And nobody actually takes it to, to know what he's talking about. Because this is like a... How many times do we have to hear Aaron say, this will not happen, then it happens, before we, <laughs> before we start to realize that this is why it happens. So, do I think Devontae's come back? I do. But do I think that all of this on some level was he was just pissy about the money? I do. You can say it's about a bunch of different things, but when you make more money than anybody else in the sport and you still had years left in your contract, it makes you out to look like the, it, was, it was only about the money. I don't think it was only about the money, but it sure as hell feels that way, right? It sure, sure feels that way. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. I, I guess like it's weird because all the signs pointed to Aaron Rodgers coming back, but there was still this man. He's got a wandering soul. And we just saw Brady and Stafford leave and win. And he made a lot of comments like it was past tense. It was a weird thing. But he's one of those guys that can just be a Debbie downer on any celebration. And, and look, I know those guys. Some people, most people who do it, they don't mean to do it, but they do it. And the perfect example is when he, he agreed to come back when he said he's come back. Then all of a sudden he wanted to take the social media. And, hey, I've not signed any agreement worth any sort of new guaranteed money. Like just let him go with it. People are going to, people are going to write things that aren't completely accurate. They're going to, they're going to take their own power with the truth, whatever you get. The gist of it was he was coming back. He was getting a new deal. It's going to pay him more money than anybody else. Were they off by a couple decimal points? Maybe. Had it been signed yet? No. Was it pretty much agreed to? Yes. Why do you have to be? Because Aaron Rodgers is that guy. He has to win every argument. He has to be right. He has to, you, and you, if you want it in his world, you have to get it to the exact dollar figure. That's it, period, end of story. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. It's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. 
So do you guys think the tournament starts tonight or Thursday? I know based upon our million dollar challenge, it's Thursday. What do you think? Uh, Jason Stewart. I definitely think it's it starts Thursday. This Why? is a precursor. Why? Um, maybe it's because traditionally I've always just thought it starts when it starts on Thursday. Um, and any any appendage in recent years has just been kind of a side story to me. So wake me when it's set. <laughs> wake me up when it's all over. <laughs> when I'm wiser and I'm older. Let me write that down, Doug, for a song maybe later on in my yeah. life. Uh, what do you think there, Chase? Two. I mean, uh, what do you think there, uh, uh, Ramos? I agree. I think that the it's a sixty-four was always well, it wasn't the original, but for my life, it's mostly been sixty-four. So I consider these just kind of like. You didn't quite get in. Let's see if you can get into the 64. So I say Thursday. Okay. Ralph? Thursday. I mean, that's when brackets are due. So therefore, well, that's, that's when the tournament starts. The and the tournament this, is the bracket. The, the, correct. Thank you. The last sentence is the one you need to know the most. All right, Ralph. We can we can talk all we want about teams and betting and all that stuff. Without the bracket, it doesn't work. Isn't that amazing? It's just a sheet of paper. And the reason we don't consider it is because it's like, okay, wait, you want me to throw up some other one? Like, no, 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 the bracket's the bracket. Wait, you, you have these four other games that these teams aren't decided. Like, no, 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 you got the bracket. Put in the, you know, it has to fit in the bracket. The bracket is everything for this tournament. Just this, because it, it, it's the, it's the three-point line of betting, right? It's the ultimate equalizer. Because you don't have to know anything, but if you somehow pick the right team, you can you can advance. I completely agree with Ralph Irvin that that this is this tournament is completely dependent upon your bracket, and nothing and and that that that's what and that's what sucks is that you can know a ton about the sport and your bracket gets screwed up and and you're screwed. Yes, John Ramos. I don't think the coaches do this, but you as a coach, you tell me. Would you tell your players playing in tonight's games like we're we're trying to get into the to the tournament here, or would you say, guys, we're in the tournament, let's get going? Well, remember, there's two games tonight, and they're two very different settings. One is Texas A&M Corpus Christi taking on Texas Southern. Both of those teams actually qualified for the tournament, winning their uh, automatic uh, automatic qualifying bid. Okay? The other game is Indiana and Wyoming, and yes, absolutely. Those ones you can use it as, hey, they don't even think you're good enough for the real tournament. You're in the playoff game. Ultimate disrespect, right? And if you're Indiana, you're sitting there going, okay, last year Michigan State played in this game. Excuse me, UCLA played in this game. They're a historic, uh, historic team. They went all the way to the national to the national semifinals. The difference, obviously, is that you know, and and they they lost a bunch of games. You you said they lost a bunch of games now. Indiana has lost, I think it's what, eight of their last 12 games coming into the tournament. So they played better, and they have three big wins here down the stretch, Minnesota, Michigan, and Illinois. But they they barely got in because there were so many uneven performances uh, throughout, the, throughout the season. For Wyoming, they're a team that it's just they, they didn't play a strong non-conference schedule, beat everybody, and then... Uh, at the very end of the season, they end up going, I think, three and four down the stretch, losing to three of the top teams and then to, to UNLV on the road. So they barely got in. So, yes, you could use that, absolutely use that argument. No question in my mind. 
Um, I think Indiana is demonstrably better than Wyoming. Like a much, they have much better talent than Wyoming. Now Wyoming's really hard to play against because they play a bit of a funky style. They'll they'll post up their guards and their bigs will shoot threes. Um, Graham Ek is their big guy in the middle. He doesn't shoot a ton of threes, but shoots some. Hunter Maldonado's their point guard, but he'll also post up and can't really shoot. But they have a kid named Drake Jeffries who can really shoot. I think they're just funky enough to pull it off. I just don't think they will. I think this is one of those, the better defensive team is Indiana. Indiana wins the game. Indiana wins the game. The other one is uh, what, Texas A&M Corpus Christi and uh, Texas Southern. Right? Is that right? That's correct. Do we know the uh, nicknames of either of those schools? Anybody? Uh, yes. Texas A&M Corpus Christi is the Islanders. I know that one. And Texas Southern, I want to say, is the Tigers. Somebody can check me check on that one for me, if you will. Um, it is. One of the rare teams named the Tigers. Yes, very few. Tigers and Wildcats are not well represented. <laughs> tough, tough names around college basketball, right? You don't hear them a lot. Yeah. So uh, Texas Southern is out of the SWAC, and they they did beat Florida earlier on in the season. They played this, like, ridiculous schedule where they didn't play at home until, I think, late December, maybe January. But, I mean, like, the type of impossible schedule nobody wins. But it does it. It's one of those, I guess it builds character <laughs> as opposed to Texas A&M Corpus Christi who played, you know, teams at their level and they were fine against, fine. Uh, and they got hot late in the season, won their last four, won seven of the last eight and ended up winning the thing. Um, I mean, if I'm, if I'm totally honest, not a ton of feel because A&M Corpus Christi wasn't the best team in the Southland. They were like, they finished in fourth in the Southland. And I, the ultimate champion in the Southland was uh, was Mc, was uh, McNichol State, Nickel State or whatever, um, and they finished in fourth at seven and seven. I'm gonna go with Texas Southern this one, completely blind. I could tell you a little bit something about their team. They play a bunch of dudes, but I'll go with Texas Southern. No confidence in that pick. A lot of confidence in the Indiana pick. Just think they're better, and I do think that trying to post up guards. Normally works, but not against Xavier Johnson, who's a transfer from Pittsburgh, and he's been playing his best basketball of his life the last couple weeks for Indiana. This show is brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, your home for live sports, and that means all sports. Every game, match, race, competition, it is always on. Uh, now go on, plan your trip to, at visitlasvegas.com to see the best and the brightest in Las Vegas. Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. TJ Hushmanzada joins us from a Pro Bowl wide receiver. All right, now, um, Tom Brady, that retirement lasted all of two months. So what happened? She asked him to do the dishes, and he's like, I'm out? Like, what What happens in two months that makes you miss football so badly? Man, when, when I knew something was up. Number one, he didn't say the word retiring. Retirement. I'm going to retire. But it was just like... When you say for so long I want to play till I'm 45 and I could possibly play until I'm 50, I just truly, truly believe um, is the way of showing his wife, I want you to retire. Okay, I'll retire. And a lot of times family always 
takes precedent over anything that we do as athletes. And so it was that tug of his wife not wanting him to play. Okay, I'll retire. And time went by and she was like, you really want to play? Go ahead, Tom. I truly believe that was the case. I really believe it because you don't say, I want to play till I'm 45 and possibly till I'm 50 and then just, oh, I'm done. It's good for football. It's good for Brady because when it's over, it's over. Um, you got to roll until the wheels fall off. How do you think Russell Wilson fits in Denver? Fantastic. It, it's, it's just that division, man. It's going to be great football week in, week out. The Raiders better get cars, some weapons. Um, it's going to be a great division. The receivers that he has in Denver, talking Russell Wilson with Jerry Judy, Corlin Sutton, K.J. Hamler, Tim Patrick, the running back, uh, Javante Williams, skill guys, they got it. Can that defense still be that defense without Vic Fangio running it? That remains to be seen, but uh, Russell Wilson, I believe, is going to do fantastic in Denver. Um, okay. Do you like? Do you think Mitch Trubisky or Mason Rudolph win the job in Pittsburgh? Man, that's going to be interesting, man. Uh, obviously, you, you would favor Trubisky because Trubisky started a lot of games. He's played in playoff games. Like, he did fairly well in Chicago um, considering the circumstances. He, he wasn't bad. He wasn't great, but he wasn't bad. And so I favor Trubisky because – he started a ton of games. Mason Rudolph has not started a ton of games, but I will say Mason Rudolph is uh, putting the work in, Doug. Mason out here every day working, 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 working. And so um, if he doesn't become the starter, it will not be from a lack of preparation and uh, actually putting in the work. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. TJ Hushmanzada is, is our guest. Uh, okay, um, what about Deshaun Watson? He has a no-trade clause. He can pick where he wants to go. Where should he pick? Ooh, I don't see in a day. Possibly Cleveland. Uh, Atlanta's in the mix. The Saints. You, j- you don't. Even, even Carolina. Carolina has uh, good receivers, good good weapons. What, what, what do you have to give up? Personally, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm getting to the uh, – Trying to go, I'm gonna to try to get to the NFC. The, the AFC is loaded with good young quarterbacks and teams, and so you, your best chance is in the NFC. But if you can get to Cleveland, man, you're talking the AFC North and the AFC West. Those are two stacked divisions. If, if Deshaun Watson is the quarterback of Cleveland, they have the weapons um, defensively. Do, do they have enough of the skilled players? You know, they traded for Amari Cooper. They have Nick Chubb and Joku. Um, Austin Hooper is a tight end. Will they draft a receiver? Um, how does that work? But if, I, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm trying to get to the NFC. Yeah, I, I mean, I I think you you. But what become that, that's I guess several options, right? Saints, Falcons, Carolina Panthers, all there on the table. Um, all right, Devonte Adams is franchise tag. Doesn't want to play in the franchise tag. Aaron Rodgers gets a new deal. Has it play out in Green Bay? They're going to find – they're going to work it out with Devontae. Like, this is no disrespect. And obviously when you say no disrespect, it's about to be disrespect. Um, no way Christian Kirk makes $21 million and Devontae Adams doesn't make a lot. And I'm not talking just a little bit. A lot more than that. 
Like, Christian Kirk ain't never had 1,000 yards. $21 million a year, and ain't like uh, Christian Kirk hadn't played with a good quarterback. And so Devontae Adams is seeing that, and he's like, bruh, 21 a year? Y'all better come correct. And so what I'm asking for is pretty much fair. And so if I'm Devontae Adams, I mean, man, hold strong. If, if they can pay Aaron Rodgers $50 million a year, let, let, let's see what happens if uh, I'm not out there and he can't throw the ball to me. Let, let's see if that investment pays off. <laughs> Gotta have, gotta have somebody to, uh, gotta have somebody to throw to. That, that's why I figure they're gonna make it work. You can't pay Aaron Rodgers that, and then his favorite guy, the guy, the only guy he wants to throw the ball to, don't work it out with him. Bad recipe. So I, I, I have a belief that they'll figure this out. What do you think happens with Antonio Brown? I believe Antonio Brown is done. Like I, I just can't imagine a team signing him. Like if a team signs him, they're desperate. Um. That front office is idiotic. He's shown you what he is. Like he's a good player, but I don't, I don't think we understand when I say we as players when we're playing that the league and the game is gonna move with you or without you. And the things that he's done, I don't think anybody wants to deal with it. He can still play. And people say, "Oh, you hating?" And this, I'm just being honest. If I was in the front office. I'd be like, ah, he can still play. We need him. He could help us. But, and I don't want to deal with that but. And there's going to be too many buts if he does this or too many ifs. And I don't want to deal with it. And so I believe he's done. And if he isn't done, that front office that signs him, they should be done. It's Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's voice of G. Joe Hushmanzada. Um do you think Brady definitely plays in Tampa, or do you think he wanted to play in San Francisco? Was this a, was this a I believe he play? wanted to play. Who wouldn't want to play for the team that they grew up rooting for, their childhood team? I don't believe that's going to happen. If I'm the Niners, I'd try to make that happen. I, I truly would. Um, but Brady's a baller, man. Like it just, didn't, when he, it just didn't seem right. But, yeah, you run it back with Tampa. They still got a good team. They still got Mike Evans. Godwin coming off an injury, but he'll be all right. Um, they they still got dudes. They still got dudes. And so, as long as Brady is back there, they were in the playoffs. He had a fantastic year. MVP runner-up. Um, I like their chances. But I believe he did want to see if he could finagle his way to San Francisco when he realized that probably wasn't going to happen. All right, I'm going to go back to Tampa. Yeah. Now, it feels, feels that way. Should this be – should we be cautious – of Trey Lance, right? If everybody still is trying to get to, you know, supposedly, I guess they're not going to talk to Deshaun, but should we be worried about how, what they really think of Trey Lance if they're kicking the tires and other ideas? No. Like, when you, when you have the opportunity to get the best quarterback that's ever played in the National Football League, we're not just talking of this generation, that's ever played. You do it. No matter who your quarterback is, you do it. And if you're not mentally strong enough to handle that, Maybe you're not meant to be a player on this team. Trey Lance would be all right. He's young, didn't play a lot in college, obviously didn't play much last year. If he develops the way they believe he will and what they have given up to get him, they'll be fine. But you'd be a fool not to see if you can get Brady. Does not matter. Unless you have Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson and those guys and the young guns of Burrow and Herbert, you got to see if you can get Brady. If you don't, you're doing your franchise and your team a disservice. The uh, 
the Chargers went out and signed two big pieces on defense. Um, what do you think? Like again, I hate to do the off-season champions, but man, if Cleo Cleo Mack doesn't have to be your best pass rusher, and you get Cleo Mack, I just you've seen him on tape. What does he have left? And then you go and get an elite shutdown corner, and I felt like they drafted one last year, kind of sneakily, even though they haven't been involved in the quarterback sweepstakes, like what they've been doing. Man, Telesco, boy, is he not the off-season man of the year right now in the league? He's doing his thing, Doug. Telesco is – and you let him know, I said, like, man, you go get Khalil Mack. Now you got both and Mack problems. You go get J.C. Jackson with Asante Samuel and Derwin James in that secondary – Chris Harris, the Chargers look good. Brandon Staley, they going everybody with this new Madden. When Madden come out, everybody trying to get the Chargers. We just need Staley, not the coach, like you playing Madden. <laughs> ah, TG, you're the best, man. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk soon. Uh, my God, take care, bro. Keep up the good work. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I was just reading a Twitter comment and laughing to myself. Check out the latest science world of sports, the BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name online sports betting. You must be 21. Present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Play a gambling problem called 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's, let's get to the press. The press. What do you got? Well, as we uh, wrap up this NBA season, there's even more and more talk about Kyrie Irving and his situation with the Brooklyn Nets. Well, buckle up, New York baseball fans, because the same things are in order for the Mets and the Yankees heading into the 2022 season. Because the New York ordinance about uh, COVID vaccination does not differentiate between indoor and outdoor workspaces. If you're not vaccinated, you're not playing home games if you are a Met or Yankee player. Well, now the pressure is fully on, right? That we got? Well, it is. Uh, the rule st- stipulates, by the way, in New York that businesses may not allow any unvaccinated players to <laughs> workers to work at their workplace. A workplace is considered any location, including a vehicle where you work in the presence of at least one other person. So obviously that is the case. The Mets completed last season as one of six teams that failed to reach the 85% threshold for vaccinations. So they last year didn't have a lot of vaxxed players um and the yankees were known to have key players who did not get the vaccine last season notably aaron judge who had tested positive and never really commented on it yeah look i think um i mean obviously i i'm a i'm pro science and get vaccinated guy i do think that the vaccine mandates of whatever level are likely coming to some form of end it's just a question of the waiting game, right? Can Kyrie get to playing before it's too late? And can the Yankees get a whole season of it? But I do think that they'll be, you know, New York's a weird city. They do love sports, but, you know, Plaxico Burris, they, he went to jail for, for shooting himself in the leg. Right? He went to jail to make a point to people. So they, they will try and make a point to that athletes aren't any different than anybody else. And in many ways, they're held to a higher standard in New York than they are everyone else. 
But that's kind of New York for you. We'll see how this thing plays out. One uh, comment from uh, team president Randy Levine, or excuse me, the Yankees releasing a statement saying, on behalf of the Yankees, team president Randy Levine is working with City Hall and other all other appropriate officials on this matter. We have no comments. So it's not looking very favorable for them. As that's you a, said, that, they're that, being that held to a no high comment. standard. Why do, you have to, why do you have to comment if you have nothing to say? Can't do it. <laughs> I especially it's one thing if it's a press conference and you say no comment to an actual question. But when you release a press statement when no one's asked you the question. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. Uh, We one of the bigger signings in NFL free agency, Randy Gregory, going from the Dallas Cowboys to the Denver Broncos. I mentioned this in an update, but this is DeMarcus Ware on his Instagram today. Just talk to Von Miller, Michael Parsons, DeMarcus Lawrence and Von Miller. Sounds good to me. <laughs> That's recruiting. <laughs> well, they thought they were getting Gregory, and then they changed something in the contract. Is that right? Well, there are rumors that the Denver contract may have included clauses where Gregory would not be penalized financially if he were suspended. Okay. Which he's had he's some issues suspended. in his yeah. in his NFL career. Yes. Yep. Yep. So basically, Denver is rewarded for uh, for their leniency. And we're being critical of Dallas. Why? Well, exactly. I mean, right now, I mean, it seems like the Cowboys have done absolutely everything. They offered essentially the same contract. Right. But uh, now they're going to go after Von Miller. And that might right. Pull- that, yes, yes, it is right. Uh, Andrew Whitworth will not be playing this year. That's because he is retiring, announcing his retirement after 16 seasons. A lot of talk about this, but this clip has been circulating, and it's a, it's a great one. That's pretty cool, huh? Yes! Thank y'all so much. I love y'all. Listen to me. That was Daddy's last football game. That's it. No more. I'm going to be home with you guys. I promise. I'm going to be a better dad. I'm going to be around more. I'm going to coach the crap out of you boys. We're going to have some fun. Okay? I love y'all. That was on the field after the Super Bowl. Well, I I credit all those people that were in earshot and all the people from NFL Films who didn't break this story, let him break it on his own. But it was pretty obvious he was done for a while. Good for him. And and NFL's man of the year trying to win dad of the year already. (laughs) Well, and an interesting, you know, I mean, when somebody, you know, of that nature retires, there's a lot of talk, is this a Hall of Famer? And it's interesting, in his five years with the Rams – they went to the playoffs for those after missing a decade. Four playoff appearances, two Super Bowls, and a Super Bowl championship. And go back to the stories when he was first signed, they were saying this could be the key to the Rams' offense moving forward. Turns out it might have been. Sure. You okay. talked about uh, the Braves. Um, and Yes. Uh, the Braves and uh, the Freddie Freeman uh, situation and acquiring Matt Olson. Well, Atlanta signed him to an eight-year, $168 million deal today following the trade yesterday. So they were prepared to uh, extend this guy and make him their new face of the franchise. Well, that okay. and that shows why Oakland traded him. They didn't want to give him a new contract. So they're like, oh, right. you want a new contract? We'll trade you. Makes, right. all, makes all the sense in the world. The question becomes now what happens to Freddie Freeman? All right, right. Well, and w- whether Freddie Freeman's been vaccinated because the Yankees are a player in that game. Sure. Obviously, lots of free agent news, lots of talk um, with the uh, Deshaun Watson story. 
He's met with the Cleveland Browns today. He's supposedly going to meet with the Atlanta Falcons tomorrow. As you say, that's a no-brainer. And you were asking about who's that local guy, like Mike Vick in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. In L.A., and, and we're close to it, so you may not feel it, but I think it actually is Kobe Bryant. That as big as Kobe is elsewhere, it's nothing compared to how people feel about him in L.A. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. I would also say that a good portion of the Kobe thing is because he's no longer here, right? Um, but yeah, that's I'm I'm okay with that one. Kobe is that guy, yes, and and he's viewed completely differently now than he was when he played as well. There's there's another kind well, of well, certainly, certainly, yes. I mean, but but that's one where it's like I thought about it and I'm like, no, here he was a god even before then. I mean, I remember coming back from be, being out of state at the end of his career, and it's like, no, Kobe is viewed a lot differently in L.A. than nationally. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers making moves after Tom Brady says he's coming back. Suddenly they sign a wide receiver in Russell Gage. They make a trade for an offensive lineman in Shaq Mason. Are the Buccaneers ready to make a run and, and return to the top of the NFC? Um, I just... As of now, yeah, but again, let's see what the Saints do at quarterback, what Carolina does. Because if Carolina has a legit quarterback and has Christian McCaffrey, I would take them. Remember, we haven't seen Michael Thomas play. We don't know what we don't know what the Saints look like. So let's see whoever gets the, if one of these teams gets Deshaun Watson, I would have them leapfrog uh Tom Brady. But if that doesn't happen, then yeah, I'm okay with going with Tom Brady and Tampa being the team to beat in the South. Last night in the Lakers-Raptors game, LeBron James was uh, caught basically going off on his teammates a few times. Yay. And suddenly now, yep, he might be unavailable tomorrow because of a knee injury. Is this exactly. uh, coincidental or is uh, this the beginning of the end of LeBron's season? Exactly. Well, I, I think he's frustrated, but yeah, I, 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 something's up there where all of a sudden you can play and play hard and then your knee's bothering you every other game. That one... Yeah, that's a hard one. Why? No, I don't, don't think it's why. that bad. But <laughs> maybe the popcorn and the wine are just too good. It's uh, uh, the crypto.com. And we have more news in the NFL with guys that are that are signing. Um, Tyron Matthew has been talked about at a lot of different places, and yet here he is. He's he's not signed anywhere. He's still a free agent. Tyron Matthew. Yeah. Everyone's talked about him coming in as a safety, yet somebody else gets signed in each one of those cities. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I his problem is he gets hurt a lot. Uh, he's made a lot of money. He's a very smart player, but he's gotten hurt a lot. That's, that's what he has working against him. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. So uh, it is weird, right, that they have, this, they have these rounds to the tournament, but nobody actually considers it the tournament. That is, that's a weird thing, isn't it? I think it is. I think it's especially weird. Uh, so tonight you'll have back-to-back games. I'll be on uh, radio providing analysis for that. You can get all my picks on Twitter, on Instagram, at Gottlieb Show. I'll put out my bracket before Thursdays. Yes, uh, yes. Oh, yeah, we got we to gotta, gotta get to that. Yeah. Check out the latest lines in the world of sports at BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. President Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And then tomorrow we're back after it. Again, first four. And then for the first two days of the tournament, 
I'll be on radio the whole time, not working on the show. So I apologize to you. You will be able to get all the updates. And what's unique about my gig for the NCAA tournament is I actually get to watch every single game. Doesn't mean I know anything more than anybody else, but I get to actually watch every game. So I'll have, a, I'll have some sort of thought or opinion on each game because I watched that game. Is that, am I making sense there? I think I'm making a little bit of sense. Okay, good. Good, excellent. Um, all right, and tonight the tournament kicks off and Aaron Rodgers once again tweeted something that wasn't factually correct. <laughs> so what happens next? I think we'll know on Deshaun sometime tomorrow. And we'll have two more teams for the field of 65, 68. 